Hey everyone, this is Ben. Welcome to the very first episode of the Kids CEO Book Club, a weekly audio, video, and textual experience for young entrepreneurs where I summarize the greatest books on business and wellness. Keep listening for the full audio experience of Crushing It by Gary Vee. Or head to benjaminwong.co slash crushing it for the textual version or official Benjamin Wong on Instagram for even more exclusive content. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the new Kids CEO podcast. I know we've been gone for a while, but I promise we're back better than ever. We're also going to be posting a lot more and arguably better content. We're going to be posting two to three times a week. Uh, I'm going to try to improve that over time. But right now we have the Kids CEO Book Club, which will be every single week a new book and also the Kids CEO Live series. Uh, That series is live every Tuesdays on Clubhouse at the Kids CEO Club, Uh, but all the conversations are pre-recorded to also go on to the Kids CEO podcast. Of course, I would recommend staying on the Clubhouse calls uh, because you can hop into the call, you can ask a question, whatever you need. This week, we're looking at Crushing It by Gary Vee. I gotta say, this is one of the best and simplest books I've ever read. He kind of has this kind of hybrid style in every chapter. Uh, This book in particular has a lot of stories or case studies from people who read his first book, Crush It!, which was released in uh, 2008-2009, and he took those case studies to further emphasize on his main points. Um, So hypothetically, if you were to get the book and only read the sections that had raw, raw content, I would say you could probably finish the book in one to two hours. And quick disclaimer, while I personally believe this book summary will go a long way into educating you on the main points of this book, there is nothing that can fully replicate the book itself. So if you're planning on purchasing this book, I would say go for it. Now let's get into the actual book summary. Gary Vee starts out his writing by talking about his daughter, Misha. Misha wants to be a YouTuber when she grows up. Now, he ties that in to the message of this entire book, is that a couple years ago, no one could even imagine you could become famous or incredibly rich through YouTube or social media. And then he goes on to explain how the time to be successful is right now, because it's never been easier. He then mentions his 2009 bestseller, Crush It!, and explains the seven essentials that have stayed the same. These include intent, authenticity, passion, purpose, patience, work, and attention. Let's dive right into these. First off, we have intent. Now, this entire section can be narrowed down to the very simple question of why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Now, Gary Veen has a list of a bunch of potential reasons. It could be a commitment to service, uh, you want to provide value to others, maybe a love of teaching, But he then goes on to explain how he doesn't really think people give away so much because they're so selfless. Uh, He then talks about how all entrepreneurs are humans, and all humans have some sort of selfish desire. Whether it's giving something away, there's still that kind of selfish part in that it makes you feel good. 
And while the general net gain is positive, it still in some ways could be considered selfish. Now, he says there's also a percentage of people who fall into the population who believe in or who are 51%, meaning 51% selfless versus 49% selfish. And he talks about, quote, in every decision I make, I consider the balance I'm willing to strike between selfishness and selflessness, with my selfish side often getting short shrift in the short term. Basically, he's saying it's okay to be selfish, right? People always act at the end of the day in the interest of themselves. But if that interest in yourself can find a way to overlap or become the lesser of the two, you'll still be super successful. No one is more than that in terms of being so selfless that they're willing to do all this and not receive anything. But if you can fall into that 51% where you are a little bit selfish, but you are slightly more selfless, then you can be successful. Next, Gary V talks about authenticity. Authenticity, I think, is one of the biggest words that's thrown a lot, thrown around a lot, and everyone has kind of a different definition for it. Uh, here, Gary Vee talks about always, quote-unquote, you will be 1,000 times more successful if you wake up eager to share and create something because you believe the world will enjoy it, rather than because you have calculated that this is what you need to do to become an Instagram celebrity. Moral of the story in this section is really just to be genuine, be you. Because as much good content as how good that content is will have no matter on your success if people have that feel that you're just doing it for money or fame. Now, this section also prompted me to think about a book called Starts With Why by Simon Sinek. It talks about how authenticity is a consequence of having a consistent why message, why you do what you do, and making sure that everything you do from now on follows that filter. Next, we have passion. This is probably the easiest section of them all because we all know how important passion is. To quote Gary Vee, passion is your backup generator when all your other energy sources start to sputter. Very simply, when all else fails, fall back to your passion. Passion is what wakes you up in the morning and implementing it into your business will one, significantly improve the quality of your products and content, and two, prevent you from burnout. Passion will never be out of style in the entrepreneur space. Next up, we have patience. Alright, so you follow all the advice in this book. You go on and to be relatively successful. Maybe you have 10,000, 20,000 followers. And you're making maybe $500 a month. That's great. But then you start spending $200 a month on a new Ferrari. Then you spend another $200 on a new watch. And then you spend another $50 buying a new phone. Now, while you were successful you're not going to be successful the next month because you've just wasted all your money. To quote Gary Vee, you're only crushing it if you're living life entirely on your terms. So many entrepreneurs, especially amateur entrepreneurs, will mistake occasional success for quote-unquote making it, which eventually prompts them into irresponsible spending or what Gary Vee calls 20-year-old things like cars or fancy homes. The biggest thing I can tell you here is that until you can confidently, and I mean confidently, say that you are living life entirely on your own terms, you have to keep patient and keep working your heart out.
Next up, we have work. To quote Gary Vee, when you first start out, there is no time for leisure. If you haven't yet created a company, you don't even know how much time, unbelievable amount of time, energy, and hard work you need to create and be successful in a business. Now, of course, I recommend working smart instead of hard, but regardless, you're still going to have to work your heart out. It takes an unbelievable amount of time, energy, and hard work to be successful in this business. A good analogy that Gary Vee mentions is the law of thermodynamics. How much energy you put into something is exactly how much energy will come out. Next up, and lastly, we have attention. Now this goes both ways. Your success will be dictated around how much attention that you are gathering through things like social media, maybe even a podcast, and two, how much attention that you are giving to current trends, market trends, and what people are thinking. You won't be successful in the 21st century unless you can master both of these things. In this next section, Gary Vee explains the number one thing stopping people from becoming successful. Now, people have so many excuses for not pursuing their dreams. It could be, I have a full-time job, I have kids, I don't have time. Now, first of all, for all the kid entrepreneurs out there, most of these things don't apply to you. But as Gary Vee says, it's not any of those excuses. It's down to fear. Fear of failure. Fear of how other people see you. Fear of losing out. But all these things are, at the end of the day, incorrect. I won't go into the specifics of debunking all these different fears, but I would highly recommend doing a quick Google search or maybe even getting Gary Vee's book itself if you're particularly interested in that section. Next up, and probably my favorite part of this book, Gary Vee talks about the big eight social platforms and explains both what the platform specializes in and some of his favorite practices and tips for each one, starting off with Snapchat. Snapchat is one of the best ones at cross-pollinating because it's kind of difficult to get freshly discovered on Snapchat. You kind of have to use it to intermingle with other social networks. Gary Vee's number one tip for Snapchat domination is to collaborate, collaborate, and you guessed it, collaborate. He even talks about a case study of two Snapchat artists, and they ran a kind of competition between the two. They would have their followers draw a painting or draw a little kapow word, and they would send it to the other person. Whenever they received one, they would have to take a Snapchat selfie pretending like they got punched, and whoever got quote-unquote punched the most lost. And while it wasn't really about the competition, they both got thousands more followers from that experience. Now, I'm going to use a kind of fictional character named Jack, and Jack's a coin collector. I'm going to be using him throughout the rest of the summary to kind of articulate some of these points. So on Snapchat, Jack wants to grow his collaboration. So what he's going to do here is he's going to reach out to a fellow coin, co coin collector, Gregory, and they're going to host a virtual museum. They're going to have a new Snapchat page that has a bunch of different snaps of all their favorite coins, and people can come vote on which one they like the most. Sound like a good idea? Next up, we have Twitter. 
Well, Gary Vee's kind of sentiment around all these social platforms is to constantly release content, he takes a really different approach to Twitter. Here, he recommends entrepreneurs listen first. He says to find similar accounts and retweet, reply, and engage in conversations. Also, as a side note, Twitter is one of the best ways to reach influencers due to it always being overshined by other networks such as Instagram DMs. So on Twitter, Jack the Coin Collector may want to find tweets or tweet threads about coin collecting controversies to spark some interesting dialogue with fellow collectors. Additionally, he may want to reach out to some museums or even some super big coin collector influencers and see if he can reach them. Next up, we have YouTube. YouTube over the years has probably created the most amount of internet celebrities and millionaires. Gary Vee himself is a product of YouTube. But the growth is nowhere near coming to an end. Luckily, Gary Vee's advice for YouTube is pretty simple. Just try making a video. There are so many different opportunities on YouTube that may stem from an interesting hobby, maybe even an ultra-specific niche, or even funny stories from your job. And yes, these are all real-life examples. So let's take Jack the Coin Collector. He may want to create a YouTube channel where he showcases his vast knowledge of coins. He may want to tell viewers what to look for in coins, what's so special about his, and maybe even provide them some free video guides on getting started. Gary Vee also offers some super helpful video optimization tips, and to read more about those, go to benjaminwong.co slash crushing it, and it's free. Next up, we have Facebook. And though Vaynerchuk made his living pretty much on YouTube, you could make the argument that Facebook is one of his favorite platforms today, given his amazing enthusiasm and overflowing recommendation to the platform. And really, it all comes down to how flexible the platform really is. Because it's so broad, you could write video essays, you could write essays itself, you could post an image, uh, you could even post a podcast episode. And because it's so broad, there's no specific suggestion Vaynerchuk offers just to always use the newest features. At the time of writing, that was Facebook Live. Next up, we have my favorite subsection of the section so far, and that is Instagram. Here, Gary V offers a super simple seven step process he calls the seven steps to biz dev. Number one, is to make sure your Instagram is always full of the best and most relevant content. Number two is to search for relevant keywords to your niche. For example, Tom the Coin Collector may want to search up some things like coins, coin collector, maybe even things a little more broad like a stamp collector. Next up, he's going to go to the very first hashtag he sees. For Jack, the first hashtag might be hashtag coin collecting. So he's going to click on it. Then he's going to go to every single picture with that hashtag. He's going to investigate the IG account and any linked websites to make sure they're relevant to his field. And then he's going to shoot them all a direct message. But the one thing Jack's going to avoid doing is to copy and paste. Instead of sending the basic generic message, hey, I love your channel, let's connect. He's going to send a specific message that's only made for that specific uh, page. For example, he's going to talk about what drew you to them. For example, I love your work. I've always admired you. 
He's then going to talk about why they should continue reading your message and then what you can offer them in terms of value. Next, let's take our Jack the Coin Collector and write a message for him. He might talk to another enthusiast called Ryan the Quarter Guy. He's going to say this. Hey Ryan, my name is Jack, a fellow coin collector. I love your 2008 Abraham Lincoln coin. I have a Lincoln coin as well and was drawn to another collector as enthusiastic as me. Also, I love how you've transitioned your success to a YouTube channel, spreading the love of collecting. I'm also trying to help spread this collecting love and would be happy to send you a couple of my rarest finds to share on your channel. Next up, we got my favorite one, podcasts. I know I've said my favorite section quite a while, but I loved this book and every section could be worthy of that honor. On the podcast section though, Gary V talks about how they're a godsend because of how easy it is to get behind a microphone instead of a camera. The biggest thing Gary V offers here is to make sure you solely create exclusive content to avoid being passed off as inauthentic. Lastly, we have voice first. Though it's super new, a massive increase in voice searches and home assistance prompts a pretty bright future for voice-first technology. Something he does himself, Gary Vee highly recommends creating an Alexa skill, basically where you can record a quick message or piece of information that can be played on an Alexa or Google Home device. Most importantly, make sure to keep the content brief and native. And that concludes this book summary of Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. It's now. This is the time to become successful. And you can do it more easily than ever through use of social media. Like I said earlier, while this book summary I hope provided you a pretty basic understanding of this book, no summary can ever fully replicate the experience of reading the original text. But before you leave, if you could drop me a quick review on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. And if you wanted to learn more about this book or about me, make sure to head to benjaminwong.co or benjaminwong.co slash crushing it for the book summary. Lastly, make sure to follow me on social media for even more exclusive content. I'll see you later in the week and next week for our next book summary.